Welcome, folks, to episode 25 of Big Mama Hex. I can't believe we're already here. We're a quarter of a century through in only a few <laughs> short months. Um, today, we're sitting down with my friend, Adrian Billet. She is a friend of mine that also lives in Boyertown, and she happens to be social media coordinator at Building a Better Boyertown. Welcome yes. to Big Mama Hex. Thanks for having me. So Adrian and I know each other. We both live in Boyertown, but we know each other actually because our children are in the same class and that's how we met. Um, they're part of the great experiment called BASD Virtual, <laughs> which I happen to absolutely love. I don't know how you feel, but um, it is our school district has, has offered um, virtual learning that is that is taught in the classroom and we're able to go on and learn that way so we can be safe and sound and give room for my family at least give room for kids that need to be in class uh, so that's how we're doing it and that's how adrian and i met so welcome adrian hi thanks for so having are you me. a fan are you a fan of the bsd virtual um no yes <laughs> yeah, i'm thanks. not sure how i feel about it yeah. i'd rather her be in school but same <laughs> but that's only a personal thing for myself <clears throat> i need no, the time. same yes and you know we have different situations too. My husband's home with me and we can kind of pass them off. We both work at home, which is really nice. So I can imagine it is very difficult, but um, (laughs) welcome. And it's very interesting because you and I were living in Philadelphia at the same time, but never officially met, which is very interesting. Very, very interesting. I was at um, Cumberland and Frankfurt. And I was at no Cumberland and Amber. I was at Cumberland and Amber. I was at Amber and Lehigh. (laughs) Well, Amber and Wait, now I gotta remember where that is. That's before Lehigh, right? Yeah, from my house. Oh, that's, that's the one. It's um, Lehigh, Huntington, Cumberland. That is crazy. Okay, did you ever go to Pizza Brain all the time? Because I was always there. Where? Pizza Brain. Oh, of course. And little babies. How did we not meet? I don't even know. And then you were at Trenton Avenue Arts Fest. Um, what else was down there? Uh, oh man. Well. Then there was like nothing. Now it has everything down there. Yeah. It was, listen, I'm not going to lie. It was rough living. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We were there. My husband bought the house in 2008, like renovated it. And then we met in 2011. So from 2011 until 2014, right after Hunter was born, we left. I was like, please. We bought our house <laughs> in 2009. And I was like, so how long do we have till we can sell this? We waited yeah. like 10 years. <laughs> And you guys renovated it as well, isn't that correct? No, right? we bought it. No. We bought we bought one that was already renovated, terribly done, oh, but cool. already renovated. Oh. One of those Home Depot jobby jobs they do down oh, there. For sure. Yeah, for sure. it paid they off. Would, the yeah, my husband he got so depressed because they would gut these beautiful old houses and just put in all this Home Depot stuff, you know. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, he did it all himself, and it was a lot of pain and sweat and pain, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, now we still have that property. So we run it out. So, you know, I just experienced the life there and it's just, you know, it's like trauma. So it's oh my God, family, like I don't believe it. A family with two kids moved into our house. Our house was 1100 square feet and not, it was not a great street and they brought mm-hmm. their little kids there. It's crazy. And they were living at the Piazza before that. They were living where? In the Piazza at Northern Liberties. Oh my gosh, I worked in that that area. I worked at the um delicious corset shop. <laughs> of course you did. Of course, that's none of my things that I've done. I was a shipping clerk there. That was a really fun job when Northern Liberties like first started. Yeah. You I know, had like a, first I had took off. There. 
There, there was a yeah, gallery what? before the big piazza was. There was a gallery um, before the big piazza was built. There was just a little strip mall thing there. Yeah, that's what we on were on the one yeah. side before they mm-hmm. did the big building. There was a gallery there. That was I had my first show there. Oh, cool. So speaking about shows, you'd studied, yeah. it looks like you studied um, at Tyler. So did I as well for Art Ed. So what year yeah. did you graduate? I wonder if I graduated at the same time. 2005. Okay. A little earlier than me. I was 2011. Yeah. So I went 2001 to 2000. Yeah. Two, yeah. That's it. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, I was on the 10 year track, so it took me a while. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I started at Drexel, then I went and lived in Baltimore for a little while, then I came back to um, Bucks Community College, which I loved, and then I went over to Tyler, so that's where I ended up. That's I love Tyler. So you were at the old campus. Oh, yes. Nice, lucky. I got I'm, a little bit of time there. I'm sad that that's gone. I mean, I visited the new campus when I opened, and I was like, this is amazing, but I'm still sad that the other campus yeah. is run down it had, it had no soul as they say i met my husband there it makes me sad oh you did mm-hmm. oh what was he studying because he's so he, musically inclined uh, i mean inclined a, yeah <laughs> he's a, he was a jewelry major oh wow um, yeah so he did jewelry and cad and metalsmithing I mean, he wow. really liked metalsmithing um and he just does music on the side he's always played music so we have every cool. yeah upstairs yeah yeah, I've seen pictures of Adrian's music room. It's incredible. And I showed my kids and I was like, you guys, like, this is so cool. You need to start like a girl power band. Like, yeah. With, and, with any, instrument, any instrument, we probably have it. <laughs> yeah. Maya's like constantly flip-flopping between the instruments that she's interested in. And I was like, I'm not committing to this until you pick one that you love <laughs> and stick with it. But it's hard. I was like her so much. But um, Tyler was a great place to to go to school, both campuses, um, you know, and then I went to grad school, but my favorite experiences were definitely at Tyler and my favorite professors. Um, yeah, I went to grad school at Kutztown and I had a couple really great professors, but a lot of like not really great professors that really just tore me down and it was like not a great experience grad school. So I, I really miss my Tyler people. And, um, my one drawing professor, I still keep in touch with and he's still incredible. Yeah. Um, so, did you like what did you do after school like tell me because I know you've also done um a lot of stuff with floral arrangements and being a florist how did you find that path like how did that end up coming into fruition um so when I went to Tyler um to go there I had to pay for it myself so to get financial aid um you had to be a full-time student Mm -hmm. um I was like three semesters or three credits short of or like I needed three credits to graduate. So I needed to go an extra semester, but I had to pay for a full semester if I wanted financial aid. So I needed to pick up all these classes. Oh, um, I and, remember that the worst. <laughs> yeah. So um, I went to Temple Ambler, which is like their horticulture farming campus. Yeah. Um, and I, I just picked flower arranging because um, well, I was always into gardening. Um, but growing up, even before I was born, uh, my mom had a bridal shop. And so I grew up amongst the wedding dresses and like wedding ladies that sold bridal gowns were like the wedding planners in the eighties, like the wedding planners yeah. didn't exist except you were rich. Right. So like yeah. weekends, my mom would go like, she'd always have a bride where she'd go fluff the dresses or, you know, make sure like a bride was cool. Um, and sometimes <laughs> I went with her. 
Um, and then, you know, I always just had the habit. My mom, my mom still does it too. Um, we get flower arrangements and we rearrange them because they're just terribly designed. And so I just, I went that path. It seemed like the most creative thing to do that wasn't, you know, on Tyler's campus. Um, so when I was doing that, I was also working, I was selling furniture in Maniok at a place called Platypus and across the street was a flower shop, uh, still there. It's called Fleur and, uh, the owner, his name is Chai and he hired me. So I worked there for, I want to say two years, but I can't really remember. Mm -hmm. Um, but while I did that, I also had graduated, um, in the meantime, and I worked for a place called Galbraith and Paul in Maniunk that does hand printed textiles. Um, I did not get to do much hand printing because I'm such an organized person. They kept me in basically studio managing and shipping and pillow drying and fabric drying and cutting and all that stuff. Um, so I did that for six years and I also worked part-time in the flower shop, um, here and there. Then I ended up at, um, and it touted itself as an eco-friendly floral shop in old city called Hana and Posey. And, um, be honest, that's not possible to be an eco-friendly floral shop. It's, you just can't, um, flowers are shipped from all over the world and she did not work right. locally. Um, so I worked there for about six months and there, um, I met my coworker, her name's Sullivan. Um, she worked there for about six months and she was like, screw this. I'm opening my own jam. So mm -hmm. she, she snatched me up and I worked for her for a few years. Um, and one of our first clients was Martha Stewart. Um, we got oh, to she called and ordered flowers. Yeah. We, we sent one of her friends flowers and, oh. um, yeah, I had a lot was of Was this based in Philadelphia? It was. We were in South Philly at nice. Bridge. Um, yes. I love it there. And then, and then we went back to, we moved back to Kensington, um, Hancock and I can't remember, <laughs> but, um, I was with her for a few years. Um, she, um, is an excellent florist. Um, she's still around. She now, um, is based in Chestnut Hill. And then when I had Hazel, I kind of took a leave of absence. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> um, I could can't afford childcare, you know, it's expensive. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So a friend's mom, um, in Philly cheap watched Hazel when I needed her to, and I could freelance. So I, I started working for, um, Jenny Love at Love and Fresh Flowers, which is, uh, Philadelphia's flower farm. And it's, um, based out in Maniac Roxborough area. So I get to work on the farm and, and then from there, I just kept meeting all of these florists, but I'm lucky enough that I could be very picky and I could pick the ones I wanted to work for. And so, yeah, it just, it kind of spiraled and it, it wasn't a path I chose. I really wanted to get the textiles. I still really love textiles. Um, but Tyler, nobody told me that Tyler was such a fine art school that they didn't mm -hmm. really prepare me for anything but to show in a gallery. And that's not really what I wanted. So I didn't know how to use computer programs for, <laughs> for textiles. And that's what you needed to do um, a job. Yeah. 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 I bet. You know, it's interesting <laughs> you mentioned that because, so I went to Tyler from 2011 to, well, no, 2007 to 2011. And by that point they had a really great class for us and I was art ed, but I think every major had to take it. Cause I was in with other majors. Um, and it was called like, 
business for art or some some bullshit yeah, yeah, yeah. Samantha Simpson taught it and I don't know if you're familiar with her because you were in Philly for a yeah. number of years she's an incredible artist and uh it was an invaluable probably one of my most valuable um courses that I took and she did talk to us about a lot of things about running the business aspect but I remember her telling me and I always say this to Hunter every year at tax season I say to him but Samantha Simpson told me after five years being freelance, you're going to get audited. She's like, just know it's going to come for you. And, and here we are like, knock on wood. He's like, God damn. He's been freelance for, I, I don't even know, 30 or 40 years. On year six. No, not, not happened Seven. once. So she scared the shit out of me, Adrian. And <laughs> I kept that in my head. Fast forward and you've, you've found this path. It's come to you this floral path and your work is incredible i'll make sure to link um places there where people can follow you and people can hire you you're freelance as well right Mm -hmm. and you did a workshop recently i did um, as well yeah can you talk more about uh, that like how people can interact with you in that way because i really want to take a workshop (laughs) well it's funny i always said that i would never teach i am the world's worst teacher i'm just like not in me i'm terrible at it i'm one of those people that are like like I see flowers and someone's like, how do you arrange that? I'm like, you don't know. Like you can't see like what, what you do. Like that just makes, yeah. That's so so it's hard for me to explain steps. Um, but I used to help Sullivan teach some of her classes. Like I was her assistant in them and I, I could watch and see how she did it. And I've taken a few classes here and there. Um, so what we did is um, I, I, I hosted the workshop with uh, Magpie, which is, how Magpie is how we came to Boyertown. Um, my husband works That's what for I was going to ask you. Okay. Yeah. Magpie sits on the board of Building a Better Boyertown. Um, and we wanted to think of a way to raise, because Building a Better Boyertown is a nonprofit and we spend our money on the community. And this year we did not get to do our events where we raised thousands and thousands right. of dollars. Um, so it was anything that we could do. Um, so Maggie from Magpie and I came up with the idea of a floral workshop and we used their property and, um, I had, uh, the farm I work for in Philly, Love and Fresh. Um, she gave me a ton of flowers. There's a farm here, Bloom and Gathered. She gave some flowers and then I ordered some from the wholesaler. Um, and we hosted a workshop. It was, um, luckily we were supposed to have it out in the field, but it rained. Cause I was like, we need distance. We need air. We need mm-hmm. like whatever. Um, but luckily their barn is big enough that we were able to host it in there and people had a great time. Um, but I got to tell them about flowers and show them how to do a quick fall arrangement and hopefully we can do it again in the spring. I'm hoping. Um, yeah, that would be so cool. But yeah, it was, it was good. And we raised, um, a thousand dollars for building better boy or 10 to work out. That's awesome. So one really fun thing about Adrian and I are, we're both Aquarius too. And, um, both obsessed with Frida Kahlo, right? <laughs> Yeah, like I'm like, where have you been my whole life? And we live so close. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. It's so. It's just. It's bizarre the amount of things that we have in common. It is really bizarre. You know, I have a thing about the moms in Fishtown. Same. No, let's just start (laughs) getting to it because this is another place we agree. I was actually going to ask you about this. I my whole life had a hard time making girlfriends in general. I was in Baltimore a long time, had a hard time making friends with the Crest Bucks. Okay. They were not, they were not feeling it. I moved to Philly. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm like super liberally minded. I'm like such a, like everything that they supposedly 
feel, right? It was very difficult and very judgy and very full of shit and very arrogant. Yes. And I don't know if you've had this experience. I know we talked a little bit about this when when our kids were first meeting and stuff. Um, I've had a really great experience here, though. But I also forced myself to, like, join some, like, groups when I first moved here because Hunter was a baby. Um, I haven't had enough of a chance to meet other parents here yet. Uh, I got to hook you up, girl. There's some really great people here. No, there. You got to pick. You got to pick up, through some, though. Oh, I know. I realize <laughs> this, but there's there's a Facebook memory, and whenever it pops up, I have to set, share it with you. But because it, it's like I'm taking he I'm talking about I'm taking Hazel for a walk in in Fishtown on Frankfurt Avenue, and you know I'm saying hi to the moms pushing their strollers, and they say mm-hmm. not a word to you. Unbelievable. Said, but the homeless man pushing the stroller full of cans. He says hi to me and tells me to have a nice day. Yeah. See, I would have said hi to you. That's how I know we didn't meet because I was that person too. I was like, they just, you know, and it's funny. It's so funny too, because when I left and I wasn't, and I was a motherfucking Philadelphia school teacher. Okay. So like, don't fucking tell me I didn't earn my way out. Okay. Right. Just calm it down. All right. And I was living on the block they were selling and nodding out in front of my house. Okay. And playing at the playground, a Haggard street playground. Right where they were needles when my kid was going down the dance slide. Yeah. And then my kid, I worked at Hackett. The principal was like, said, yeah, Maya can come for kindergarten. Then she said, oh, she can't come for first grade though. So AJ Brown, baby. And I was like, so Hunter, we're going to move to Boyertown now. <laughs> I was like, AJ Brown. I don't know if you know, I don't know if that was going to be your school, but no. No, Mm-mm. Hackett was ours. Oh, you lucky duck. Hackett was okay. Yeah, because we I were on Hackett. the other side of oh Frankfurt. Were you? Wait, now I'm confused. Well, so and you wouldn't have been near her house. Amber V's off. Does it? I forgot. They forget it. Just forget that I even remember Amber. Um, but anyway, this woman that I just asked you if you knew that lived on Huntington stopped speaking to me when I left. And then our neighbor as well stopped speaking to me when I left. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like it was like like you weren't gritty enough or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I had a tough like road like finding my way and I'm not letting anybody take that from me. Yeah. I earned no. I earned this. And I would be driving home from working this job and be like in such a fog because it was so stressful. Oh yeah. And I just said to myself at this point like this is not worth my mental health. Oh for and sure. Thankfully Hunter was super supportive and we had the means thankfully, you know, but it's you know it's it just goes back to this idea of like women should not be um competitive but should be instead like holding each other up and be grateful for people's opportunities. And yeah. that makes me sad because I had the same experience there. I mean, there were a couple gems in there, maybe like three people that still talk yeah. to me. I, I have a handful. <laughs> yeah. And one of Did them, she, own, she owns the, there's now a baby store there called Minnow Lane. It opened no. oh. right before I, I moved, but she's one of the owners and she's super nice, but like, that's about it. Do you know, we love the Memphis like a lot. Did you guys Memphis, Memphis? Yeah, it was great. Oh yeah. We love it. Yeah. Philadelphia Brewing Company was like right in our backyard. Yeah. That was super cool. That's where all the neighborhood meetings were happening, which yes. I kept trying to go to. Did you go to any of them? I we did. <laughs> I stopped going because it just ended up, everyone just ended up fighting and yelling at the end. And I was like, fuck this. I can't. Yeah. I stopped going. Cause I was like, I can't stomach these people anymore because I'm like thinking, yeah. Like I'm literally living on a street where they're selling drugs actively. I can't get shit done about that. Then I have to go to a job where like they treat me like shit and the kids treat me like shit and I'm like disposable. 
and I was all pregnant when I was a teacher there and yeah. like very concerned for my safety. A lot of my friends that were teachers had friends or coworkers that were getting like beat up at the time by their students. And it was yeah. just like a very big disconnect about like, you know, what they were saying and then what was actually happening in the real world. It's so happening that way too. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm so glad to be out of there. Honestly, um, I thought my whole life, I thought the city was calling me and I was very, very wrong. I think for a time it was, but I think I feel so happy and comfortable in this area so much. Um, it is very tricky though. Cause you get like culture shock. I still get it. Do you? I don't, I yeah. don't, I don't, I don't think I do. That's I mean, we, well, you grew- we, we moved out here to buy land and we ended up on Philadelphia Avenue. And I think it's That's because so fun. the little city life we have it's all the cars. So, yeah. Yes. And we can walk everywhere. Yeah, that's really and, true. It's very you know, cool. And I think, you know, we just gravitate mm-hmm. back towards that. Yeah, it's funny we ended up in the house we did because my husband was really like dingy and gritty. And we looked at, I talked him into moving, right? So I got him a bunch of like these real fixed wrappers. They were like $50,000, right? Yeah. And the one on Philadelphia Avenue, they the people who had like rented it had cut all the wires and they drew penises all over the house. <laughs> Why didn't you and, buy that? <laughs> I know. Well, then the people that did buy it, like, really fixed it up. It's really nice. I like that about Philadelphia Avenue, too. It definitely has, like, a city vibe. Um, and just, like, the town is very unique and very cool. I like yeah. it, too. And you guys yeah. you guys live in a cool house because I remember passing that house. Like, I don't know if it was – it must have been before you guys were there because some other lady was, was yeah. sorting the pots. Yes. Yeah, so she was a hoarder. We bought a hoarder. Yes. Um. It's still, we're still fixing it. <laughs> wow. But the stuff wasn't still there. You didn't have to remove her. Stuff. Um, when we saw the house, it was cleared out for the most part. Mm-hmm. It was not repaired. And she had several dogs. Um, oh. But we never looked at this house without her in it. She never left. And it was real weird. But she <sighs> would either hide in the garage in the okay. back, which was filled floor to ceiling with like taxidermy forms and just junk it was do you think she still comes by and like looks at the house i'm sorry adrian i didn't mean to no. plant that scene there are some times where i'm like did she come and plant a plant in my backyard when we bought it our neighbors were telling us how she used to grow weed upstairs in our house and the dea raided our house and like she's wow she, yeah so like there, all this stuff went went with our house. But the moment I walked into this house, and the only reason I wanted to see it was because in the pictures there was this crazy garden in the backyard, and I was like, I want to look at that house. And Kyle's like, doesn't have land. Yeah, yeah. So we just went to look at it, and the moment I walked in, the, the disgusting foyer, <laughs> I was like, this is home. I found it. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah, to his dismay, a, I love this house. That's it so needs, cool. Yeah, it's very cool. You know, our house needs a lot of work too, but it has so much like soul and character. Yeah. Yeah. Really does. Yeah. Yeah. These Boyertown houses are really cool. That's really interesting. My grandmother actually from Boyertown was also a hoarder. So I know quite a bit about it. The inanimate object is equal to like a loved one or like, you know, it's kind of like similar, I guess, how people talk about like addiction or like cigarettes or whatever, like, you know, it's like a compulsion and addiction is very interesting but i yeah. remember seeing her and she was like squirreling through her pots because we used to walk yeah the avenue a lot so um we got really off course there but uh, what, <laughs> oh, we didn't talk oh so 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 tell us about um the work that you do 
And so you guys ended up moving. So you grew up in York, you said, um, and then you went to Tyler, which I guess is how you went, how you ended up like in Philadelphia area. And then, um, then how did you guys end up in Boyertown? Because your husband got a position with. Yeah. So my husband's, um, he worked for Magpie um, and due to the pandemic, he no longer works at Magpie because there's no events. Um, right. But Magpie. And what is, was he doing for them? Okay, so Magpie is an event rental company where they um, they rent vintage furniture, or now they have newer furniture. Um, but they also hand make all their farm tables, and they do a lot of handmade furniture and bars and things like that. And weddings and events rent these things out. So my husband would be there; he would build stuff. He makes the tables and the bars with um, Jason, and then they go. They do deliveries and they do pickups, and um, yeah. So they had a warehouse in Philadelphia at Emerald and I street. I don't know. It was, it was in Kensington. <laughs> proper um, Kensington proper. Yeah. yeah. And Maggie and Jason are when from, you get into those letters, like, Oh yeah, it's not good. Don't go to the letters. Mm-hmm. No, no. <laughs> Stay away from the letters. <laughs> Maggie and Jason are from Wilkes-Barre. So they're, um, they're, they weren't, you know, Kensington people either. Um, oh, so shit. she were, they were looking for a place and they were there for like three years. Um, they were looking for a place that had land. Um, Maggie loves to host things. So they were thinking Airbnb, whatever. Um, and so they started looking around, not just Boyertown, but like all over the place. And they found this property on Grimm's Mill road, which is like right off of 73 down here. Um, it's 18 acres and they have like a beautiful old house. They have a the, the barn, they have a warehouse, they have, uh, an old goat house it used to be a goat farm oh wow um, but like all this stuff so they ended up purchasing it and part of the deal was like we could move they asked us to come with them like they wanted Kyle to come um and honestly we wanted to sell our house and we were actually thinking more like Lancaster because it's between both of our um, families he, my husband's from Downingtown um, oh okay so it would be kind of like in between um so we ended up, we were like, sure, let's go to Boyertown. And Hazel's about to start like kindergarten, you know, I don't want to, I didn't want to mm-hmm. do Philadelphia. So we, we lived with them for nine, nine months. We shared their, their house with them. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So it was the two of them and they had two golden retrievers and we had our four cats, our dog, our daughter <laughs> and us. Wow. <laughs> um, that's so incredible. We, yeah. We helped take care of the property. And I worked with Maggie um, in the office, getting things settled and stuff. And then I would help out with the furniture. And then on the weekends, I'd freelance um, for people in Philly, for flowers. I was all over the place. Yeah, the life of self-employment, right? Yep. And the flower shops here aren't aren't my uh, style. So, like, I'm not about about to get a shop job. Yeah. But so they sit on the, the board of Building a Better Boyertown. Oh, okay. Um, which in January was going like through a restructuring period, if you will. Mm. Um, and I always, I mean, since we moved here, I have bitched about social media, Boyertown social media. Yeah. I love this little town so much. There's so many things oh, that people too. need to know about it that like it's fun as a person who's not born and raised here can see what people can't see that have been here all their lives. And it's fun right. to show that to people. But I felt like they weren't doing a good enough job with that. So um, the opportunity came where they were looking for somebody new. And and Maggie had spoken up to the, the board and was like, I have somebody. 
who might work out. Now they contacted me um, about a month before I was supposed to have Teddy. And they were like, hey, we have this part-time job. And I was like, hey, I'm having a baby. (laughs) So I started started on the 11th of February, and I had Teddy on the 21st. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I just – and then COVID happened. So my job was actually supposed to be um, part of the tourism. Uh, Mm -hmm. Tourism was supposed to basically be my job, and I was supposed to bring people here. But you can't tour with COVID. So – Everything then ended up getting restructured and Boyertown, Building Better Boyertown got a new manager. Um, uh, like the board restructured, everything restructured. So Jillian, the manager, and I now, we built a whole new website together. Her and I have just completely tried to flip the whole thing. Like and rebranding. Just, yeah. Yeah. And just kind of make it younger and hipper. And we're trying to make the town a destination spot, not just like a historical little tourism town we want it to i i keep i keep referencing phoenixville when i talk about it i want cute shops i want food i want whatever and we have like a whole mess of museums here Mm -hmm. and we have some restaurants but we don't have any shops like we have we have like three so (laughs) so we're working on i'm I'm like on social media i sit there and i start following places that i want to open a second store and then i harass them and yeah. I'm like, I'm from Boyertown and you should have another location. <laughs> yeah, well, we had that, that cute children's clothes place was here for a minute. Yeah. And apparently her, she had a slumlord. She said the only reason she left is because the guy that owned that building was not very nice to her. Um, so she ended up going to the outlets and then with COVID, they ended up closing. But she still sucks. Yeah, yeah, I so- forget their name, but that stuff was really cute. And I keep calling us an errand town. Like people just come here mm. to run their, you talk to your lawyer, your banker, your insurance agent, and then you go home and there's, and you get some candy. And then like, that's all there yeah. is to do. Um, so I am, Kyle and I are currently working on turning the front of our house into a shop, like a little yes. gift shop. That's so cool. I want to know everything about what you are thinking about carrying in your shop. Are they going to be handmade goods that you're making or are you going to be doing some um, collaborations or um, consignments? Tell me, tell me all the things. So I'll tell you all the things. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, the, when my husband and I looked at our house, um, we sort of had joked, I think, um, if I, if we didn't, it was in my head then, but um, we joked when we walked into the, the living room that, oh, it's like a store because we have a, a, a great big window in the front of our house. Um, and we are on Philadelphia Avenue, um, and we kind of ignored it and whatever. And with the pandemic, we kind of went a little crazy and I had a <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, being up really late at night with my son, um, I had this thought and it was like, I was really being pulled to open a store and I, I don't know what it was, but I was just like, I have to do it. And, um, I woke up that morning. I had, um, I had to go do a wedding, um, set up. And I said to my husband, like right before I left, so we didn't have to have the conversation. I was like, we're going to open up a store. (laughs) And then I left. (laughs) Nice tactic. Um, I like that. (laughs) And Hazel heard me say it too. So she wanted to draw blueprints of it. 
Um, so when I got home, she had drawn me blueprints and my husband also drew me blueprints, but like actually on graph paper with movable <gasps> furniture that he cut out. And so nice. I knew he was on board with my That's crazy awesome. agent. So, um, the space isn't terribly large. Um, I don't have square footage, uh, numbers in my brain right now, but we have a couple built in shelves and things like that. And the setup would be, it's very open. Um, my husband is a furniture maker and, um, our dining room table he made. So that's, we're going to move that in there and that's going to be center, um, with stuff on it. Um, but I want to sell, we, we do have shops here. We have MJ's legacy. We have Patsy's potpourri and they like Patsy sells everything that is handmade in the United States. And MJ's is a consignment and it's local and it's kind of um, a mishmash of different crafts and antiques and things like that. Um, both are great stores, but it's not my aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And um, coming from Philly and wanting younger and I want to say hipper people to come yeah. experience Boyertown, I want to have a shop that sort of attracts them. I also want to keep it not 100% like artisan handmade. There are some things that I'm going to order from wholesale that I already know um, I want to order um, wholesale. But my there's a few stores that I pull in, inspiration from. There's the Little Apple and Maniunk. Um, they're on Instagram. Open, uh, Open House Philly, which is in the neighborhood. They do, um, it's mostly Philadelphia made stuff, but it's all like Philly centric, like nice. everything Philly. Um, and the Marigold Shop in South Philly, which my friend Sammy opened the day, um, the pandemic hit was her first day open. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like the day heart. they shut everything down. But oh she's, God. she's been very successful and she has just the cutest store. Um, so she's been kind enough to show me some, some sellers and stuff. But, um, I also want to cater to Boyertown as a, Boyertown's history and, um, Boyertown is a tourism destination. So sort of, sort of like you can come in and buy like a Boyertown postcard if you're a tourist, but if you're born and raised here, I also want reproduction maps of Boyertown, but I don't want them old looking. I want them cute looking. (laughs) Um, and, uh, I, I may have dropped a gift off on your porch and part of that gift my husband (laughs) made and I want him to sell them here, but Wow. I can't, they're they're cookie cutters, but they're they're hex sign cookie cutters. Stop it. And I found a, a patchwork person that does like um Dutch quilting and things like yes. that. So I want to pull from the heritage around here, but also sell like fun, hip, cute gifts. Um and I'm I'm while I'm on the main street, I am a block away from what would be considered the the main drag. But yeah. with like I have Rita's diagonal from me, so I'm hoping that would be a little pool. But also, any place on Philadelphia Avenue is able to. It, we're all zoned for commercial use. So Dang, I, would, I wish I would have known that with the yeah, penis so, property. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that like, is so cool. I want to. I would hope that I could encourage people to consider. Yeah. you know, opening anything. And it would be great if we can get some of the lawyers and the accountants and whatever to maybe move to the second floor of their buildings and have shops. But I want, um, I want people outside of here to come into town just to buy 
gifts. I want to be a grab and go gift shop. So like, you're like, Oh, you know, shit, I got to go to this housewarming party and I need something good. And you don't want to just bring a glass of wine. Like I want you to come grab something fun from my shop. And then, um, my backyard is not a backyard. My backyard is a large, uh, like English style garden. And, um, I only, I basically try to grow what I can cut um, and, and put in vases that'll last. So when, when available, I'm going to, I want to have fresh cut bouquets from the garden for sale. Um, but the, the shop's called stellar house gifts, wait, stellar house gift shop. Um, my logo is a drawing of my house with the, the phases of the moon behind it. And, um, yeah, it's super cute. And yeah. So I'm hoping wow. I don't, I have zero timeline for when it's supposed to open. I would love for it to be in the fall, but we have to basically refinish our dining room in order to move our living room into it and then refinish the living room in order to bring the shop into it. Right. <laughs> so and then, it, you know, it'll you be have up. the whole COVID thing, but right. you know, I think places are navigating that pretty well. And especially a small shop, you probably wouldn't have like 20 people in, in there yeah, at once, you the, know? Yeah. The, that's the thing around here about here is when I open it, I also plan on still working for building a better Boyertown as social yeah. media coordinator. I may bump it down to part-time, but, mm-hmm. um, I, it's just going to be me sitting in my shop working. You know what I mean? I'm not banking on sure. this shop being, you know, my end all be all income, but I want to do something for the town that I know can yeah. bring people here. And I, I like, I, I really, that. I have this strong feeling that I can, like, I can do that. It's a nice perspective coming from you since you have so much history working for small businesses and you have yeah. so much of that um, experience, but also you work for building a better Boyertown and you also have the experience of the town, even though you haven't, you guys haven't lived here very, very long, but you've been immersed in it and you know, yeah. the small businesses in town and you know what the need is. And I'm sure you get all kinds of really great data on like, you know, what people come for, what they're interested in. And I just love the idea of this shop. This shop is right up my alley because I'll tell you what, (laughs) I never bring wine to people. I'm just, we don't drink. Like I'm just not a drinker. So that would definitely be a place that I would love to go. I would love to see something like that, that I could support another local business and you'd be in walking distance, which would be really nice. And that whole strip, like your whole area of Philadelphia Avenue feels very like under, um, like Under, it, it has so much potential. What's the right word, sure. Adrian? Yeah. You know, for I mean, sure. it's like, it'd be so neat to see some of that stuff popping up. And, uh, I just love that idea so much. I'm so into it and anything yeah. you need help with, let me know. I mean, I'm, I might need some hex signs to be sold, but that, 150% you let me know. <laughs> we are like filling a better boy. Town has the economic vitality committee and Ooh. the committee, it's chaired by Kim Welsh, who is uh, one of the main re- realtors around here. She's yeah. now working for Herb Real Estate. Um, but we, they're, the committee's job is basically to find and bring businesses here. Wow. Um, so we're working really hard for that. I've done, I've did a couple surveys already of like our, we have about 5,000 Facebook followers. Oh, so cool. I've surveyed them to see what they wanted and a lot of people want a Mexican restaurant, which I 100% agree with. Yes. Same. Um, like we need some, I love our food establishments. We just need yes. a, a variety. Like diversify. Yeah. There's a couple of people that said they want Trader Joe's on Philadelphia Avenue and they are. Batch crazy. 
right? Like, yeah, like, not, what are you saying? That's who, not what we're who doing. Who are these people? First of uh, all, <laughs> first of all, my fine feathered friends, we got Firefly, and that is like the boss song. Well, what's so and- funny is people <laughs> people kept saying um, they wanted um, a holistic like health food store, which apparently we just had one leave. Like as we moved oh. here, one had left, and then another one prior to that had closed. So it's somebody was like, "You say this, but did you ever patronize the ones Seriously. we had?" Yeah, so, that's the ticket. Exactly. So we're trying, we're really trying to bring businesses. I get on Instagram now and basically, I don't want to say I harass other businesses, but I do start, you know, following them and commenting right. and then being like, hey, I'm Historic Boyertown. You should really think about opening here. I just, we just need some more, just some, yeah, a couple 100%. more things. Well, listen, um, you, you could maybe help us like turn our, our two car garage that we don't use for cars into a little shop. I have no idea yes. where to start. I need to convince my husband, like you did, although the blueprints wouldn't be waiting for me, probably that this is a great <laughs> idea. He told me if the folk fest was canceled, we would talk about it and it was indeed canceled. And then I was told I can't do a bathroom out there. And I was like, well, people could just go pee somewhere else. Well, yeah, you don't have, I mean, that's not like a law. You don't have right. to, like, nobody, I'm not allowing anybody to use my bathroom. <laughs> I think we discussed that when I had said I wanted to set it up for, like, workshops, because it's yeah. usually little kids and they kind of need a bathroom, you know? Oh, yeah. But <laughs> that's kind of one of the things. I'd like to get more involved, but please don't ask me to be on any boards, because I'm way too, <laughs> like, I'm way too air Aquarius for that, let me tell you. And I was like, oh, my gosh, is somebody talking to me? Oh, my gosh. No. No, it's kidding. fine. I'm, I'm not very good at it. This is my no. first experience being on committees and whatnot. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I finally got away from bureaucracy. It's just hard for me, but I do value it. And I would like to contribute and be a part of like the progress in making Boyertown more, more fun and more um, like, uh, what's the word that I want? Attractive to people to come and visit. Is there like a little, can we send people over there to do some shopping? Is there, yes. is there so anything now- that they can pick up in the actual building a better Boyertown office? Yeah, so everything you okay, see on cool. our website is available in the um, office. Cool. We are currently setting that up. It's not set up yet, but we have like a little, um, I don't know, like a little cabinet, glass cabinet thing you would see in like a shop. I don't know what yes. word I'm looking for. Um, but all basically Display all cabinet, of our merchandise. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we, our two brains together can work as one brain. We can equal one brain together. T-G-I-F. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so everything that's on our website is for sale in the office, and people okay, can, cool. it's tangible, they'll be able to touch it, um, except for that's the bricks. Awesome. The, we have a brick program where you buy a brick, um, and then the brick gets placed in the sidewalks of Boyertown um, with your name or whatever you want to inscribe on it. Those, we have a sample of them, but those we send out to be ordered and made. and. Sure. My bird, yeah. really? Yeah, I am so on it. I want to do one for my grandparents because. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh, I'm gonna start crying. They are like super. They're both past that. They were like super duper Boyertonians. My grandfather oh. was Man of the Year one year, and my grand grand yes, girl. My grandmother, bless her heart, should have been Woman of the Year for many years. She was just like a wild, wild lady. I would love to do that. I'm going to have to find out more about that. That's so cool that you mentioned that. I'm really happy to hear that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, if there were ever an opportunity for you guys to expand and offer, um, 
you know, any local artists to sell their work in there, I'd be happy to do consignment. What are you talking about? We don't have any local artists. I have no idea what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's so funny. I just, you know what? I'm just like, look, I I talked to Rachel, Rachel Kaler and I was like, Oh Lord, she's talking about, um, being on the board and everything. And I'm like, I love her so much, but please, I do not want any kind of position like that. I will help behind the scenes, but I don't know how y'all do it. It is a lot of work. So I appreciate it. And we thank you for the time you guys all put in. Um, definitely, especially when it's volunteer, it's a lot of work and, you know, you know, you know, call on us community members that can help behind the scenes, you know, with, uh, time constraints and stuff. It's really hard to volunteer uh, time in person, but if there's things that we can do, please let us know. Um, so Adrian, please tell us, I don't know if we already did this, but where we can follow building a better Boyer town. So you can follow us on either Facebook, which we are Boyer town PA main street revitalization. Don't ask me why that's our name, but that's what <laughs> oh it is. My goodness. That, um, that was that was here before I started. And then our Instagram <laughs> account is historic.boyertown. Okay, great. And we also have a Twitter, but I don't know the handle and I barely post on there. So don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm wondering, just because I'm such a savvy businesswoman, I'm just kidding. If you shouldn't start like an online presence for your shop before you had the brick and mortar. So you are like <gasps> in my brain. Um, yes, Beryl. So all of that will happen. I get my, I applied with the state. I should get it hopefully on my birthday, fingers crossed. Um, my state application and have my business license and ready to roll. Um, and then once that happens, I have the Instagram account created for it. So it, nobody would take my name. Um, and then I'm going to start working on my website. So um, I'm going to start that before the the brick and mortar because I got time for that. <laughs> yeah. And it's like COVID times. That's what we do. Yeah. Maybe even some like events, like, oh my gosh, like, like sidewalk sale outside your door or like, I don't know, yeah. workshops yeah. with an art teacher that's out of well, work so, right now. Well, no, no. So our, our living room, so now the way our house is set up is it's long. So it's our living room, which goes into what I call the craft room, which is right now Hazel's school room and my weaving room. And then it's the dining room and then our kitchen. It just is like goes straight back and it's not open. The doorways go through each of them. So what would be nice if the shop becomes successful enough would be to take then our craft room um, and open that up for workshops. So, I mean, I'd have to find a new place for my loom to live. I don't know where that would go, but um the, the amount of things that I know how to do, the amount of people I know know how to do things to teach, yes. it would just be, yeah. you know, awesome. So it's so uh, great for the community too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's so See, funny. I've never, I've never been like a community person. I've always just been very quiet, always kept to myself, just did my own thing. But moving here to Boyertown, I just love it so much. And now, and I'm sure it's a lot to do with having kids. I was just going to say, yeah, it really changed. I, you just, changes you just want your kids to have such a good experience and a good, you know, where they yeah. grew up to be awesome. Yeah. I, I love where I grew up and I had such a good childhood that I would want the same for my daughter and, yeah. and Teddy. I was going <laughs> to um, say. <laughs> I was free. He's That's only been so around true. 11 months. I forget about him sometimes. Yeah. He doesn't do a lot of outings, though. I guess it doesn't no. really matter yet. <laughs> No, that's no. really, really cool. And that's very, yeah. very true. Cause I think you and I, well, we're both Aquarius. 
And I think we're very similar in like the kind of, I was so shy, like painfully shy. And like, I found friends, of course, that were people that would like be drawn to shy people so they could exploit them and make them do crazy things. (laughs) But like, it's so funny, but since having children, I mean, I can remember like a moment clearly in my head where I was like, why would I ever read a book like that? That is the silliest thing I've ever heard. And then fast forward, you become a mom and you like do the silliest shit all the time or like also teaching, like it just changes that. And I love that because it broke that muscle in me that like, yeah, cared, you know, they call it the give a shit muscle. And I love that because I, I don't know, I love being the age I am and the place I am in my life, because it's just so empowering to just not care and just be free. And it's almost like yes. going back to childhood. And yeah. like having that innate creativity and just like, free spirit and not, you know, but this is the life of like a um, self employed person or freelance freelance person. Um, yeah. It's just really, really nice. So I'm excited for you and I'm excited to see that develop. And I'm just so excited to know you and thank God our kids got in the same class and we put those pieces together in in the beginning of the year because um, we've had a, seriously, (laughs) thank you, IG, right? thank you to the gram, which I guess the old ladies, now we're just the only ones using the gram anymore. The young people have moved on, but I just will not go to TikTok because I love the gram. No, I won't do it. Me too. I've loved the gram since day one. I loved the gram so much when it first started. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm really grateful that we got to meet you and that we have like more connections in Boyertown because like I said, you know, my husband and I really want to establish, um, you know, um, being a part more of our community that just for the same reasons as you, we want our, our family and our kids to really feel connected here. So I'm excited yeah. to see all the stuff you guys are doing and, and we really just thank you um, for your efforts. So how long has building a bear, a Building a better Boyertown been in existence because I we moved here in 2014 and I don't really know the answer to that. Yeah, so it's been around. I believe it's 2002 that oh, it was okay. founded. It's been around for a long time. Um, they're responsible for I I believe the the planters and um, yes. so just so many different things that you see here that just look nice. Yeah, <laughs> has been those has planters been, are the bomb. Right. Um, yeah, there's just, uh, I'm trying to think of everything. I've tried to learn the history of it because as the social media person, I need to be able to answer these questions. And there's some things that are, aren't exactly clear, but you guys do the bears. Is that you guys? No. So bears is, um, Jane Stahl, she's currently yeah. um, for for UB, but this was something she did on her own, her and her husband. Oh, wow. When she was an English teacher at Boyertown, it was a project that she did with the students there. Um, oh, that's so cool. In 2000 and between 2004 and 2005, I want to say, um, because 2020 was its 15 year anniversary of the Bears. Um, but anybody can get a bear still to this day. You can still do bears. Um, That's so cool that we she have doesn't that. Make, she doesn't make any money off of them. She just does them for at cost. And she is like the liaison to get them done. Um, Cause oh, they're wow. created in Chicago. Oh, wow. I yeah. Didn't know that. That's yeah. really cool. Okay. Yep. So I'm on the website and it's saying um, the history and it just says, you know, Boyertown is filled with history. Yeah. Building a better Build a Bear Boyertown was formed as a 501c3 nonprofit in 2002. For the last 20 years, we have been working hard to make our community a better, safer place to be. We have lined the streets with trees and flowers, noted and love it. 
provided facade grants to businesses and residents looking to beautify their buildings. We have hosted many of your favorite community building events, such as Oktoberfest, Chilling on Main, and Cruise Night. We look forward to making our town the best it can be. I love all the efforts. And yeah, some of them are very nuanced. But those, um, those, what the heck are they called? Those those flowers and those pots, um, especially the ones, because I go to Firefly freaking all the time. They yeah. are so gorgeous. Do you yeah, actually the, do you actually do the the um arrangements because you're so talented at that? Like <laughs> I love what's in those. That's so nice of you, but I no, hope you I don't, don't say that you hate them. Because no, really no, 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 no. <laughs> so I love them. And I'm such I a flower snob. No, I love them. No, the the planters are made from pieces of coffins from the casket factory, like wood yeah. that was left over. Um, That's right. And I believe it was a building in Boy Town did not make the cat. Like we did not order them or make them or whatever. It was whoever had owned that building at the time. And I can't remember gotcha. their name, um, but they had those created. He, I want to say it was the guy that had the antique shop on the corner, um, but they had them created. And I want to say that Leben Goods might be the person that plants the plants in it, but they are sponsored gotcha. by us. I'm not, compl- I don't, you can't quote me on that. I'm not 100. That's okay. Sure. But um, listen, they're so beautiful, and they even look yes. beautiful now in in the dead of winter. They look just they, beautiful. They really do. They, they really, really look do. Nice. I have a photographer friend that lives in New Hanover, and she um, highlighted that. I ran into her when I was picking up at Firefly, and um, she was taking pictures, and she was just like, "These are so gorgeous." And I was like, "I know. Come back and bring people here." But um, I just wanted to mention before we go, Adrian, that um, the way you can give back to building a better boyer town for these wonderful efforts that they're making. And I've been to all of those events, too. They're really fun. And even though it might not give our small businesses a lot of um, necessary business, it definitely creates a nice a nice experience for people who yeah. want to come not, back, which is really, Not all really of cool. our events are fundraisers. Like, we right. try to do fundraisers because we are a nonprofit and it's how we make, you know, money to give back to the community. Um, but a lot of them are feel good, like coming out of hibernation, yes. like everyone just wants to stretch their legs. So, and then chilling oh, on goodness, Maine. Don't we? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I did one of them one time. That's why I was in your office. Cause I was dropping off an application to vend one of those, but listen, <laughs> I wanted to mention before you go, um, how we can give back. Is there uh, is a way to become a member? Um, you should become a member if you're either, a resident of Boyertown, or if you have a business here, individual memberships are $25 and all the information is on your website, which is building a better boyertown.org. Um, <laughs> household membership is $40. Nonprofit is 50. And then you have a business membership for hundred dollars and joint membership is 150. Lifetime membership is 2,500. And the neat thing about becoming a member, which I happen to be and loving it. And through our <laughs> friendship found out about is you highlight events and different sales and stuff and share stuff on social media, which actually goes very far. So I really, I really have enjoyed the membership and Excellent. the benefits of it. Yeah, for sure. So keep things going. You guys are doing an incredible job. Also, if somebody does not want to become a member or they don't live in the area to take member benefits, we can always take a donation via PayPal through our website. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and really, honestly, I mean, I've, you know, I didn't grow up here, but my grandparents lived here, as I mentioned, and my mom grew up here. And, you know, there it's palpable the changes that have been made by you guys and your efforts. And we really appreciate it. And it's just nice to see Boyertown get some love, you know, yes. because, uh, you know, there's been a lot of, 
things about Boyertown that people don't love. And yes, you know, not, great, to, not, not great history. No, not great history. But you know what? Honoring like uh, the honoring the good in Boyertown and, yes. and making that rise above the bad. And clearly some of the bad did not grow up in Boyertown and they were coming here to do their um, freedom of speech banana stuff but um yeah. <laughs> I don't have a good word for it though I have I don't either. here so I don't really know um but yeah um <laughs> it is sad to see you know that go down as a legacy and I'm glad to see uh you know we had um the Black Lives Matter gathering happen yeah. it was really successful and, and didn't cause any problems and went went really well and you know you know you know, younger crop of people coming here to, you know, show the beauty in the town. So I'm really proud of us and you and everybody's efforts to make things better. Make things, yeah, better. better. Building a better boy. To build a better border town. <laughs> Ding! Like we need a, we need a little sound clip here. Oh, Adrian, <laughs> full circle, girl, full circle. Adrian, do you guys ever collaborate with other organizations in town? Like I know. Uh, Rachel over at the um, the Boyertown Historical Society and you, and I don't know if this is something you guys can talk about or not, um, the Mountain Mary Garden idea. Was that yep. something that she's so, actually doing? Yes. Yeah, so talk we are, to me about this. <laughs> I love her. We are collaborating on that. It's us, um, Historical Society and um, a nonprofit in the area called Seniors and Sprouts, which nice. is a nonprofit that um, basically pairs up younger generation with an older generation to kind of learn and keep tradition alive. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, so there's a house next to the historical society that has a terrible front yard. It's a renter rental property. And mm-hmm. um seniors and sprouts had contacted the owner and asked if they could, you know, pull the hedges and do whatever. And then it kind of became this thing where he wanted to, seniors and sprouts wanted to pair with us. Um or pair with the historical society and kind of figure it out. So then Rachel contacted us and we all had a powwow. And then it came up about Mount Mary because Rachel's church is like near is where Mount Mary was or near whatever she goes. Really? To the, yeah. The church up on Hill church, Hill church, is it the Hill church. Oh, I don't know. Hill so church road. Yeah. 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 There's the church up there. It's the older one, not the newer one, because there's two. Gotcha. Um, so then we started all we started doing a lot of research on Mount Mary, and we're going to make it a Mount Mary medicinal garden. So that way, and then the historical society is going to have a, a collaboration of like a, a exhibit. Wow. Yeah. And I'm working on a children's book about her. Oh my gosh, that's so serendipitous. I adore her. That's so cool. And Rachel, I just interviewed Rachel the the podcast right before you and. And that is really cool to hear about a collaboration between the two of because you both have great energy. She's a great lady. Yeah. Yeah. We Very like cool. with Boyertown being as history driven as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and when I post things, if it's history related, it's insane. The amount of attention it gets. Um, so we, we like to, to do a lot with them. Um, That's same with cool. the, the car museum. We try it. We yeah. pair with them. Um, yeah, I love the car museum. It's like one of my favorite places. <laughs> I've never been there. I feel really oh my God, so cool. I know. I know. I'm like, I think I'm agoraphobic now. <laughs> like well, honestly, once all this is over, <clears throat> when you can go out again, it is 
there's so much space to walk around. You don't ever yeah. really get near people. Um, and I'm I sure with there. the restrictions, like you have to have masks on, which makes me feel a lot more comfortable. Yeah. 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 They're cool about it there. A lot of, yeah. I mean, it's volunteer driven. So a lot of them are yeah. old. So it's kind yeah. of important. <laughs> sure. Sure. No, it's interesting because I'm not actually agoraphobic. I'm just, I think I'm going to be one of these people like the Great Depression, the people where it like it hung on I'm gonna to them forever. I'm going to wear a mask forever. I actually really yeah, like Yeah, I don't think, I do too. And my husband and I talk about this all the time. He's like, he's not very social. And he's like, I actually really love this. Like, I really Except love that's it. That's exactly why I like it. Because I don't have to talk to anybody. And I can and, sing in the stores and nobody can And how many, me. yeah. And like, how many colds have you gotten? Like, has that, nobody's gotten the flu. Oh, well, we've like, had no. one. <laughs> oh, well, that's true. Yes, yeah, you guys, that sucks. I'm sorry. We're down for the count. Well, we, we actually had, like, I've had a bunch of sinus infections, which is just typical, but we, I mean, my kids are usually very, very sick. Oh yeah. All year round. This is amazing. Hazel, I've never not heard her snotty in my life. I know. It's been amazing. It's been crazy. And I love it. But yeah, I'll wear my I love it too. And they're great fashion statement. I love mine. It has like a skull on it. (laughs) Where can people follow you, Adrian? Is it okay to share your Instagram? Or is there a way to follow um, things that you are doing and the ways that they can connect with you in order to hire you if they're interested? Um, well, right now, um, they can follow me at Historic Boyertown. It's historic.boyertown. Um, I, can, I can say people that I work for. That's usually what I do. If people want to hire me, because there's people like, do my wedding. And it's like, okay, you have to hire one of these people. Because oh, gotcha. I, okay. I don't have the overhead to right. like I, I'll facilitate. Do yeah, I do friends and family weddings. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I can do that. Um, but people can see work that I do or similar work um, at Love and Fresh Flowers on Instagram, okay. um, Sullivan Owen at Instagram, or Wild Stems. Okay. I work with Wild Stems a lot. She actually moved out this way when I did because she loves me so much. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Um, yeah, they moved out towards Reading. Um, so I'll, I don't drive anywhere, really. <laughs> oh, I know. It's like such a gift. All right, Adrian. it was so nice catching up with you and learning so much about all the things that you're doing. And thank you for your wonderful work that you're doing with Building the Bad Employer <laughs> And we can't wait to see all the exciting new things that you guys are going to offer. And I can't wait to take one of your floral arranging coffles. Yeah. Can, you do floral, can you do a floral crown class? Can I like... Can I just set this up for my birthday? Can we just like make a floral crown? Floral Absolutely. crown. Floral <laughs> crown. <clears throat> I will I'll stand I, on your porch and I will do it through the window for you. <laughs> I have N95s now. I feel completely safe around you. It was me not trusting Hunter near your children and like not, he like knows that I want him to keep the mask on. So what does he do the whole time? Just like always like, look, mom, I'm touching my face and moving my mask and I'm going to touch every floor and surface. And we're going to go into Walmart for 20 minutes for my eyeglasses. And I'm going to roll around on the floor, mom, for 20 minutes. We're only yep. in there 20 minutes. I'm on the floor. So that's the thing. Yeah, actually, actually now that would be really fun because I'm turning 40 soon and my friend wants to take gorgeous pictures of me. I don't know why, but she keeps having these like dreams of like me looking like a, like a fairy goddess or something, but I'm thinking I need a floral crown. So yeah, I'll show you how to make it it. super easy and I have everything you need. And like with like, like 
foresty stuff like mushrooms and shit like and yeah. kale like not like typical floral crowns. you don't want flowers yeah rachel floral I have, crowns well i'll say i have boxes of dried shit in my basement that's love beautiful. dried shit there yeah. you go we'll make yeah. dried shit <laughs> did you shake did you shade your house when you moved in did you shade it <laughs> did i sage it you yes. get rid of that crazy ass old lady hell yeah i did i remember her digging like a squirrel through her pots and I remember yeah. thinking I really liked it because I like that aesthetic, but also like, no, it, I like it too. But once creepy. I lived here, I was like, "We're polishing this up." <laughs> yeah, dude, I'd be having like locked gate gated like windows. <laughs> I'd be like, "Hell no!" Okay, this was fabulous. Thank you so much for your time. Thank and you. I-